This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Got the number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's I'm every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. And a very good Tuesday morning. DPHR Rothenberg with you right here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Super Bowl week. You know who's going to join us later in the show? Sal Palantonio is going to join us at 9.30 from out at Glendale, Arizona. Uh, we have CMT today because, of course, it is, in fact, Tuesday. A lot of your calls at 1-800-919-3776. Before we get to any of it, we'd like to say good morning uh, to my my dear friend who looks... This is not the best I've seen you look, to be honest. You know, if this were me, you would kill me, and I think I have to do the same to you. You look like you just woke up from like a twenty-minute nap last night. What what happened to you? What's going on with you this morning? Dress nice, outfit yeah, nice. No, no, I'm not. I'm yeah, not yeah. commenting on the outfit. It's no, no. Like I mean, just it's, like it's you, lack lo- of you look like this is not right. like you did not get a great night's sleep. <laughs> no. Well, listen, this is a full full weekend of wedding festivities and then traveling. Right. On top of the fact that I got pulled over this morning. What What do you mean pulled over? I got pulled over. What, for what? You were, you were weaving? You were speeding? <laughs> no, what, just, what do you mean you don't know? There's I guess no way I was going too over. fast? What do you mean you guess? There's I, no way he pulled you over him? and he was like, hey, how you doing? You're like, great. He's like, all right, have a great day. Like, what What happened? Well, well, you know when you're, first of all, it's four o'clock in the morning. You know when you're driving and you just get in that zone where you're just driving. And then you all of a sudden, this happened to me today. I was driving and I was like, how did I get here? Yes, totally understand. Right. I'm so with I just you. like, and I see the, the, the cherries on behind me. I'm like, that can't be for me, is it? And finally, I got confused because I didn't know where to pull over because there was no real pullover, and I was just stuck in the lane. So finally, I was like, you know, I pull over. And then he comes to the to the door, and he sticks the flashlight right in the window, and it's in my eyes. I can't really see. And like you said, I don't look great. And he's like, you know how fast you were going? I was like, officer, I have no idea how fast I was going. He's like, where are you coming from? I was like, where am I coming so from? So he thought you were at the end of your right. night. He thought like, you were I'm on a bender. Getting, I'm just getting back. I was like, no, no, I'm going to the city to do a uh, a radio show. Did, did you say... Um, I'm Rick DiPietro. No, no, no. I, I do the show with, with Rothenberg. No, I listen. He said you're going too fast. You got to slow down. Come on, wake up. I said, sorry, officer, won't happen again. Okay, yeah. And then you left. And then I left very slowly, but no ticket. Blinker on. Very slowly. Right. Those, are the, those. You wait for him to go past <laughs> right. you. Those are the very nervous moments. So no ticket though. No ticket, fortunately. Yeah. Now that's good news. Yeah, but you got pulled over though. It's like a tra- it's traumatizing for a second. Oh yeah. Right. It shakes you. Yeah, it shook me a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. But we made it. Good. Good. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Be terrible. Could you imagine, RJ? We get a call like, where, "Where's where he's in, he's in prison? He's in jail." Yeah, especially because I owe you breakfast today. That's right. It's a big day. That's a, it's I got to stop losing these bets. Well, you got to stop betting. No, no, I like the betting. I just got to stop losing the betting. So you you feel the action? You need <laughs> yeah. the action, is what it is. I need the juice on a Tuesday morning. You know, you could have done live betting with the Rangers last night when they're down four three. What a game that was! That, huh? One of the games of the year, I thought. Wow, huh? well, a lot of people were saying that. Hey, a couple things with that game last night. First, being this now. Did you think that puck was kicked into the net? Or yes, right. It looked like it was kicked into the yes. net. Right. Well, I don't understand how you replay it. it. It appeared that he kicked it in, and then they call it a good goal. 
It's one of those things where he moved his foot towards the puck and then deflected it in. But yeah. the whole mo- like, did if you hear Micheletti? He's like, I. He's like, I just, I don't, I, I just, I don't. Well, he know. goes, I never get these right. Yeah. So don't he goes, I, I, but I don't know what to think because to me that's clearly a kick in. And then Sam's like, thank you for your expertise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So whatever. But that I mean, the fact that they they won that game. Here's my other point with last night's game. This whole Jacob Truba thing. Like, this is not what the NHL wants. I said this a, a dozen times doing the NHL stuff with ESPN. Like, the whole notion that if you make a clean hit, which Truba did twice, and that hit on Kadri was awesome hit, that you have to fight immediately is ridiculous. Well, it, it's such a strange thing. Because if it's a dirty hit, I think you're obligated to. No matter who you are, your teammate gets hit dirty, you have to attack the other guy. Right? Even if you're not a fighter, that's just what you have to do. You have to make a, a statement. If your guys hit clean, what are you, what are you doing? No, I know. Listen, I, I get what they're trying to do, but enough is enough. Like, hey, listen, Jacob Truba has done it. You saw him do it all postseason long last year. He's done it this year, and every time he does it, somebody goes right after him and feels like they need to drop the gloves, which is not fair to Jacob Truba. It's not. I mean, he's he's one of your top defensemen. You don't need him fighting every time he makes a big hit. It's well, part it's not of, it's fair. A, it's the best part of his game. It's not fair because it's it's it, tone setting is what it is, right? right? Like it changes the entire tone. You can feel the 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 buzz in the building changes. So if he's going to lay a big hit now, he's going to get into a fight. And he's going to have to miss the next five or seven minutes. How's that fair too? Well, what's not fair is the last thing you want to have happen is he. Le- I mean, he lays into Kadri like that. He has to fight, and now something stupid happens. And he breaks his hand on a clean hit. Right. Like, you're right. I get it. If it's in from behind something. Then dirty, you have to. Then then you, you have no get, choice but to do that. You'll get retribution at some point. Right. It's like you got a number. We'll, you know, we'll find a way. I have no problem with, okay, that was Truba. If you're Cardi or whoever it is, that was Truba. We'll find a way. Dump the puck in, and he's going to get hit. You don't have to go after him and drop the gloves. But that's it's what stupid. it is now. That's what, that's what hockey is now. If you, if you get laid up, you're going to go after him immediately. Whoever you are, immediately. Yeah, it's just stupid though. I don't, I don't like it. I think it's foolish. If you get if it's a clean hit and that was a clean hit, it was a great hit. I mean, it'll teach it's a you to big hitter. Well, dude, he. I mean, he's good at it. It's what I mean. It's it's one of the, his skills. Like you saw him set that up. Like he purposely takes he purposely gives you the inside. So Kadri cuts back in. He beats him to the spot, and then it was night night. But yeah, like the whole notion that a big hit, a clean hit, should lead automatically to a fight is dumb for me. Uh, I'm excited for the Rangers. Because now you should be. They're gonna make a move too. Now your second half of the season this is a very good team, right? I was. Why did they not play Shesterkin last night? Um. Well, Islanders, Islanders didn't play Sorokin either. Kind of come back from the All Star break. But I would think that the would be the perfect good. time to play these guys. Nah, just mentally give them a little break. Yeah. All the travel. I mean, you don't really like the All Star okay. break for a guy who's playing in it. Haven't played in it. It's is not that, really not really an All Star break. It's not a break. Uh-huh. There's a lot of stuff. So going come on. back, take a couple extra days, and we'll get back to it. And Halak's played good. He has Halak played well. some big saves. Big save he made an OT. Makes that big save right down the other end. What an exciting game that was. It was a great game. From, from beginning to end. All, all the locals with a win last night. Devils with a win. You know, I didn't realize Jack this. Hughes is awesome. 35 dude. goals? He's good. He's going to get 50 goals this year. I, didn't I, I, RJ, did I mention it to you when I came back from Vegas? When I was doing the shows at 1 o'clock in the morning in Vegas? That I, to, I think I told you guys. Like, the way that he carried himself in the locker room, because mm-hmm. I went against him in the, in the breakaway challenge. But you could just tell, like, there was this new level of confidence. 35 like, goals like he in 50-something games he is belonged, big time stuff. Right, big you know, time. he's Jewish. I didn't know that. Yeah. Look at you. I believe that to be true. Well, we can check it. We can check you it. You should know something like that. I think I've seen that before. Yeah, I believe Jack Hughes is Jewish. All right. That's nice. Good for you. Very nice he for you. the menorah 35 times this year. <laughs> um, Islanders with a, with a good, solid win. Horvath good, solid win. Yeah, four typical, shots on goal, right? Typical Islanders fashion. A big 2-1 win. That, okay, so what? That's what they are. No, no, so what? But yeah, okay, so there's three wins. They've scored six goals. It's not ideal, but they're no, wins. That's it. All you can do is win. That's fine. That's who they are. I mean, they're not going to win games 5-3. 
No. Right? They're, they're going to beat you 2-1, 3-2. That's what they are. It's a close to the best team. They're a defensive team. They have good goaltending, and hopefully they get timely goal scoring now. Yeah, timely goal scoring off of the power, power play has to pick up because it was, dude, I, I was breaking down the stats. I, I got it on my sheet here at some point. But it was like since January, I want to say since January 1st, their power play was kicking at like 5%, which is disgusting. Five. So one out of every 20 they're scoring on? Awful. It was awful, yeah. That's, that's awful. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, yeah, so all the locals win last night. Um, good night for them. Knicks in action tonight. Nets played last night. They oh, Cam Thomas had a hell of a game, huh? Great game. Back-to-back. I mean, that's he dropped 44 on Saturday against Washington and 47 last night. And they went toe-to-toe with the Clippers last night. Yeah, they did. Um, I said this yesterday a little bit when we were talking about the Kyrie thing. And it, it sounded yesterday, I was listening to the K-Show, that that deal, Wojcik reported that deal hadn't gone through yet because... They were waiting for a third team to bring right, in. It sounded yeah. like it was going to be Toronto. Um, I'm interested to see what this thing looks like when we get past Thursday, if another move is made. But if... First of all, if Kevin Durant is bought in to whatever this plan is, but if this team can just focus on playing basketball and what that does for you. Like, once you get past this whole thing, like you saw Nick Claxton, who had a great night again last night. Yeah. I mean, he's turned himself into a really good player. But, I mean, there is still, like, as much as people call in good riddance, Kyrie was a distraction, guys like Nick Claxton looks at Kyrie as a mentor is and a real ha- close friend. I don't friend. know how. You know, it's funny, Nick Friedel said that. He texted me yesterday, by the way. Friedel did. He did. Yeah, very you? very nice text. You want me to read you the text? I do, yeah. All right. I thought he was good yesterday. He's he's always good. He's excellent. He's got great stuff to say. He's got great insight. He's got a great personality. He's very, very good. He said, Dave, appreciate you having me on, buddy. Enjoy listening to you guys all the time. See you down the line, Nick. Very nice, right? That's nice to have him when we need him because he was really he knows he knows his stuff. Yeah, and, and yeah, he's an NBA insider. Uh does a really good I'll job. I'll be interested to see where they put put him now. Fridell? Yeah. Uh, maybe they leave him on Brooklyn for the rest well, of the K- season. No? Well, no, for the rest of the season. I mean, if KD leaves, though. Oh, then Brooklyn becomes, I don't want to say irrelevant, but certainly takes a big step back, right? Right. See, they're in such a weird spot, though, really. Because if like, if the thought is, KD's going to be there for the next three years if he buys in. But say they go into, he says, okay, I'm in. They go into next year, and things don't look great. Like, you're still, we've seen this in the NBA, right? We've seen this in the NBA, where it's, you know, superstar player like that is no longer happy with the situation, forces his way out. It, it's it's a weird spot because at any moment he could say I want out. Now they'll recoup a ton of picks with you know with the KD trade, but still, where are you? Where are you then? You're back to back, You're back to square to one. Square one. Right. That's exactly where you are. But you know it's funny. Getting back to what Nick said yesterday, he said you know these guys are you know really loved. Kyrie. I don't understand how. And maybe maybe it's, I'm not an athlete and I was never in the locker room, but I I don't understand. Like I'm a human being, and I would think that if a guy continually was selfish about the way he handled himself, that that would annoy me. Well, I think it depends on the players, though. I mean, you heard, I mean, remember we had the Kyrie sound talking about, you know, players are different, their willingness to play. Some guys want to play every night, some guys don't. Like, guys in the locker room are different. Guys' priorities are different. Like, the whole, that was like the Beckham thing, wasn't it? Like, fans were going crazy, owner was pissed off with the celebrations and the antics and everything else, but as far as being a good guy in the locker room, guys in the locker room liked him. They did. And guys look at Kyrie, they look at his skill. It's like, if you're a young guy coming into a locker room and you see a guy at Kyrie's level, already won a championship, one of the most skilled players in the history of basketball. Like You're naturally just drawn to that guy. And from all accounts, he's a, he's a good guy. He might be a good guy, but I'm sorry. If you don't show up and you do whatever you want, that to me is selfish. And that to me, I, I wouldn't like that. I mean, you, you just leave the team without telling anybody where you're going? I, I, don't, I don't understand how you could love someone who does that. Well, not only that, though. Like in, in, I mean, take this year, for example. like the, How it started, and then all of a sudden he's back. They're rolling, right? Unfortunately, KD gets hurt, but right. KD's coming back. Like, 
for the guys in this in this locker room, this is their this is probably their best chance to try to make a run and win a championship. Oh, absolutely. And because he has his own interests, which is let's get but that's this what deal he, done. he always has. I'm telling you, dude, this was this was the plan from from jump. From jump. Because if it wasn't, he'd look at how this team was playing, how he was playing, KD coming back and say to himself, okay, we have a we have a chance here. But that wasn't what was most important. Business-wise, it makes sense for him. If I'm not going to get the deal here, well, he, i got to go right, somewhere he wants I to get paid. Right, he's going to get paid, and he's going to get paid somewhere. We'd be at Dallas or... It doesn't sound like it's going to be a four-year deal, though. Probably more than a two-year deal. Well, I don't know how you can give him a four-year deal. I think you're crazy. I think you might be crazy to give him a two-year deal. Four years, almost two hundred million. I would be hard pressed to do that. The thing is, you need, and I think they did the right thing because you have to to roll the dice with Luca, right? Luca is such a difference maker. You need to add that second piece. So they have that piece, but again, you don't know what he's going to be. You know, I mean, you'd assume for the rest of the year he'd be on his best behavior and just keep his head down and take care of business. But I don't know what this guy. He burns bridges everywhere he goes. Yeah, but you got to imagine. I mean, his he's made it clear his priority is not a championship; it's to to get paid. So he's going to be, I mean, we're talking about his leadership and everything else. Like he was like, if once we got past the whole anti-Semitism thing and he was, <laughs> once we got past the well, whole you know what I mean? And he I was, do. and he was back and he was fully engaged. Like this was, this was the best stretch you've seen from him. Well, that's what's so disturbing is that this was a team and you met, I mean, with Durant and Kyrie and the health and Claxton and, and guys getting healthy and, and Seth Curry, you thought and a legitimate coach, you thought, all right, they have a real chance. Maybe it's Boston and Milwaukee, but they're right there. And they could probably compete with those teams. And then to rip that out from under, it's just, it just sucks. If you're right. a Nets fan, it sucks. Which is exactly why I said yesterday. I think this was this was the plan all along. Because you got to imagine, like I mean, we were talking about what would they what would they add? Because you hadn't heard anything like this. I, I know that you know Nick was talking about the the Chris Haynes report that his stepmother had talked to to Brooklyn and didn't like the offer. But it was like, yeah, I mean, making all that money and the money that he's left on the table that's important stuff. But also, I mean, trying to salvage. Like this, this mess, and you know potentially make a run at a, a championship. Like what that does for you. Like say, I mean, say he just sucks it up and says, you know what, deal didn't get done. They want to have all these contingencies. You know that the third year becomes guaranteed if we win a championship or whatever it is. Well, say, I mean, say you continue to play the way you're playing and you continue to be the kind of leader that we were talking about that they you know were hoping you could be with KD out. He comes back. You make a run and say you get to the you know losing game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals, and you've been you know as good as he's been, leader all that. Like then, doesn't that start to change your mind a little bit? If yes. you're If you're the organization, yeah, of course. I I don't know. We'll see what happens with him. I mean, West is wide open, so you know if him and my, my question, I is still that, would be surprised if it's Dallas. But will they have enough time though? That's the thing. What to get to get like, to figure like, to figure things out? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But the thing is with the West, which I actually like, I don't know how you feel about it, you could see like five, six teams coming out of the West. Yeah, well, Memphis is struggling right now. I mean, I think the... the Suns are pretty good. Nah. De- no, they're pretty good. If they're healthy, they're pretty yeah, good. Yeah, if they're healthy. I think Den- right Denver's now the team good. you look at Clippers, Denver. I think right? it's Denver. And then what, depending on you know Clippers' health and, and everything else with them. But Denver, I mean, you got you got Jokic, you got Murray, you got Gordon. You got. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good team. Well coached. Can you imagine Milwaukee and Denver in the NBA Finals? Having to go to Denver? Yeah. The mile high altitude, right. right? But could you imagine that? NBA, silver? No. Milwa- been... Milwaukee and Denver. Eat it up, everybody. Yeah, that's probably not what you want, no. No, but I don't I, I mean, it's such a weird spot for me because I understand like both sides of it, but I lean towards like my experience as a player. Like Kyrie's made a ton of money, and I get it. You want, I mean, you love the security, and you're looking for that four-year, almost $200 million deal, but a lot of this stuff is, this is all self-inflicted stuff. Like, 
I think a big piece of me would want to do whatever I could to try to make this situation salvageable. Right. Well, he's different than than you. He's it's like clear. would you? Yeah, like, but, you I, but be, I wouldn't like, act the way he acts anyway. No, no. But would you want to be associated with like the like the the biggest failure in? I, but again, like Nick told us yesterday, he doesn't. He's an artist. Right. He doesn't look at it like that. Like how we look at it, he doesn't look at it like that. That's so supposed you, to be a buddy, though, too. Yeah, he really didn't treat him well. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. In case people don't know, and you can share your information as well, uh, the odds have massively, people, massively shifted in favor of the Raiders landing Aaron Rodgers and not the Jets. Numbers are they're, they're all over the place. You've seen minus 300, minus 200, minus 150. But I will just say this. In every sports book, online, everywhere, Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders is the prohibitive favorite over Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. So I got a text message yesterday, and attached to the text message was this article from the Red Zone. And it was <laughs> AP NFL insider Justin Cohen is reporting that Rodgers has informed his agent that he would prefer a move to Vegas over the Jets. Now, I will say this, though. He doesn't have a no-trade. If if the Jets offer a bigger package, he could still, I would imagine, wind up with the Jets over the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, in theory. But also, I mean, if if the conversations that they were having when they did this last deal was that you know, we'll structure this thing that after, you know, he can retire or if you want to continue to play and we want to move on to, to Jordan Love, then we'll accommodate, you know. And he, it request. feels like he's just stubborn enough. Well, I mean, they did the same thing with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Jets were Jet, right there. The Jets got in there. Then he wanted to go to Miami. Yeah. That would suck. Because <sighs> it sounds like Derek Carr is not going to be the guy either. Doesn't sound like it. So it sounds like if, if the dust settles here, you're going to wind up with Jimmy Garoppolo. And Nathaniel Hackett. Would be a far cry from Aaron Rodgers. I'm telling you, man, the only reason we haven't taken more phone calls that were negative about the Hackett signing was because yeah, everyone you think is convinced. Rodgers is waiting in the wings. I, told, I couldn't agree with you more. Because, I mean, you hired a failed coach. He's had maybe one good season as an OC and was a disaster as a head coach, and you run out there the first thing you do and hire him. Why? Connect the dots. The reason is because you thought it was going to lead to Aaron Rodgers, and now it feels like maybe it's not. Well, the one good season. So, yeah, you, t- you point to, I mean, he's six seasons as a play caller. The one season was a top 10 offense was 2017. But when you, go, you take a deeper dive into the numbers and look what Blake Bortles, now it's, it's Blake Bortles. But still, I mean, he threw 21 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. And that's his elite season? That was, yeah. That as, was as Nathaniel Hackett's, yeah. And he was 24th in completion, 18th in pass yards a game. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an underwhelming, it's an underwhelming hire. If Aaron Rodgers isn't attached to it. And you get so excited. That's the problem. You have to really keep your composure. And I don't do it well either, but it's like you thought Rodgers. You're excited about Rodgers. You, you, they hired Hackett and Rodgers, and now you had Rodgers. You hear Greeny saying, you know, there's no reason they can't win the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. And now to wind up with Garoppolo, who's fine. He's not a bad quarterback. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the is the piece that moves the needle for you. Well, yeah. Well, you start connecting dots. And it started with what Woody Johnson said. Right, we're going to swing big. We need a veteran quarterback. It's the missing piece. And then you have, you know, some of the Pat McAfee sound with Aaron Rodgers talking about, you know, his relationship with Zach Wilson. I think he's a good quarterback. Turns out, you know, we all know that Zach Wilson's, you know, favorite quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. They keep in touch. 
and then the hiring of Nathaniel Hackett, and you're, just, you're connecting dots, and you're like, they can't be, they can't be dumb enough to make the same mistake Denver did, can, can they? And turns out maybe they are. Oh, that would be so disappointing. Here's Devontae Adams uh, from the NFL Network. Duh. <laughs> Why would anybody not do that? I mean, 100%. That's my guy, obviously, and wishful thinking, but we'll see what happens. What's your best recruiting pitch uh, that I'm here? Oof. It's a serious recruiting pitch. It's a good pitch. But the but you're in a division with, with the Chargers and the and the Broncos who have to be better, and the Chiefs who are going to win the division every year, you would imagine. For me, I would point to the one thing with Aaron Rodgers. I would say this. I would say the, the last time you had a top five defense, you won the you won the Super Bowl. Jets defense is very good. Vegas Divi- can't offer division that. Division is good, but not as daunting. Cold weather means nothing to you. Like, I don't know. If I'm looking at it, at it equally, I think the Jets are the more attractive landing spot for Aaron Rodgers. Depending on what you want, right? I mean, some of the things they point to in the article I was telling you about were Devontae Adams, obviously, new state-of-the-art facility, warmer weather, playing indoors, and on top of it, no state income tax. Which really isn't fair. I mean, as it, in a salary cap sport. It's a, it's a big advantage. It's a huge advantage. And it's Vegas, right? But I don't know. If, if your goal is to, to win a championship. your goal is to win, you have a better chance to win in the, in the AFC East than the AFC West. I That's think you're it. right. Well, I think you're right. I think you're right. It was funny. Everyone was trying to figure out what he said to uh, to Josh Allen. They were talking. They kind of whispered something. Mm. And there was the hope, like, well, face you two times this upcoming season. We'll see this year. I don't know, man. Like, this whole thing, it went from... Super confident that Aaron Rodgers was in a jet to now nervous that it's not going to happen. Yeah, because we have no control. I mean, we really have no control outside of offering the best. No, but I don't know if you the get best like offer. this. I get like I put my what what my what is it horse before the cart? Is it cart before the horse? Something happens. Cart there. before the cart before horse. the horse, yeah. right? So I I always do that, and I kind of am ten steps down the road. And if I was a Jets fan, I'd be thinking like, all right, so Rodgers is going to do this, and I'm going to have this, and this is going to get into play, and I want to have the thirteenth pick. Now, if that doesn't happen, yeah, I think yeah, I could be pretty good with Garoppolo. But look at the the landscape of the AFC of the quarterbacks. Where where am I as far as the quarterbacks are concerned? If I add Jimmy Garoppolo and they add Aaron Rodgers, eighth. Oh, I think you're. In, I mean, you're in the same spot that Robert Sala was in with San Francisco, and it was the reason why they you know they leveraged as much as they did to go get Trey Lance, is because yeah, I mean Jimmy Garoppolo can get you to. To a Super Bowl, but is he good enough to win it? I mean, at this point, we're just trying to, I mean, we're trying to make the playoffs. I mean, that's first and foremost. Right. Robert Sala has to make the playoffs. But I think when you go from the high of potentially having Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback to the low, and it's not a low, but it's the, okay, now it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, again, I agree with that. It's not a low. It's just like when you think Aaron Rodgers and then you wind up with a guy who's who's good, it's not the same. Well, it's it's a problem. It's what happens when you set high expectations, or like you start like the stuff that you're doing as a team, the things you're saying, the hires that you make, get everyone worked up into a frenzy that it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, and then it turns out it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. There's going to be a level of disappointment. Yeah, and I understand when there really that. shouldn't be. The only reason there will be is because you set your sights on someone else. Before Rodgers was even an option, it was like okay, car like who do you like better, Car or Garoppolo? And there were a lot of people who would call and say, listen, this familiarity, you right. go with Garoppolo. Right. Both guys attractive, one more than the other for this reason or that reason. Now, all of a sudden, you think you're going to get Rodgers. It's like if you think you're going to the prom with, the, with the, the prom queen, right? That's who you're going to go with. And then all of a sudden, you go with a perfectly nice girl who's nice and pretty and smart, but she's not the prom queen. It feels different. Yeah. Here's the other thing I would say, though, is there was also another report to move away from this Rodgers thing for a second, if this doesn't work out, is that because there's such a large gap between what... Lamar Jackson wants guaranteed money wise. So a hundred million dollars, right? right? Yeah. They offered one hundred and thirty-three guaranteed. He wants 
at the least 230 mm-hmm. million. So that's the, a big the Sean Watson money. That's yeah. a big difference. So maybe you revisit that. Well, no, they said that there's a potential where they franchise him the um, exclusive franchise tag, which is like 45 million, and then shop him. Okay. So I mean, listen, I mean that's that's still pretty awesome if that's a if you want, if you, you wind up with Lamar, be phenomenal. It's yeah, I cost think it'd be you more. Yeah, Rodgers, I mean, I even think Lamar might be more attractive, but those two are, uh, you know, a category of their own, and then it's who do you like better, Carr or Garoppolo. But I think that would be the only thing. Like, I think that would be the only pivot that would That would, would satisfy, yeah. yes. I agree. I agree. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I know exactly what he did. And it's not right, Santiago. Yeah, you know what you did. Look, he knows exactly RJ's what he's laughing. Doing. I know exactly what you two animals did. What did they do? No, nah, I tell him one little story before the show, and now we got this going. Oh, was that that that's yeah. about? Right, of course. Look at him. See? Yeah, he can't even look at us. <laughs> no, he can't. He knows. <laughs> yeah, right. He knows. What's wrong with this guy? A, these are private stories, right? Yeah, there is no vault with you, huh? <laughs> Give you close personal stories. I get nothing from you. Nothing. Crickets. What's going on with the women, Raymond? I'm not telling any stories. What? what what's well, going you, on you, here? Via song. Yeah, you that's see, what you're doing. Subliminal messages. Those are only between me and you. If you want to share them with the crowd, that that's no, up to I can't. You. I can't share. I can't share that story with the crowd. Obviously, I think you could share it. No, 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 no. Without mentioning names, no. I think no, so. No, RJ, could not. he share that story by keeping it? <laughs> I no. Like, I like that. What you took away from that story is if we take the names out, then it's, <laughs> then it's okay. I think if you take the names out, I think you're now well within your rights that you could tell the story. Why don't we kick the tires on it? You want to just no, tell the story quickly? So. I think the tires are fine. You want, you want me to tell the story for you? <laughs> no, I think we're good. Like no? that kind of party? I think we're good. That was quite the party. That was quite a party, yeah. Yeah. You should write a book. Certain opportunities present themselves. I understand. Uh, it would be a it'd be a, a fun book. A tell-all? It would be a, That'd yeah. be nice. But for you. Yeah. It <laughs> should be great for me. be great for me. Yeah, it would. I think it'd be, good for, the, it. I think it'd be good for the show. Um, if you wrote a tell-all, then probably, great. I think it'd be great for the show. Yeah, it probably would be. RJ, what do you think? Would you write the book for him? Like you sit down and you... <laughs> like you filled out my... my uh... Yeah, much like that. Like he tells you, all right, so then this happened, then you you put now pen to paper and you take care of that. I feel confident with the, I don't know, X amount of stories I have heard that we could fill a book, yes. That wasn't the question. I, I, know, we could, I know we could fill, fill a, book. a book. This would be a bestseller. I would do it, yes. Be like Homer's Odyssey. I'd volunteer my services. Really? Yeah. And you get, like, I'd say a cut of the proceeds go to you. I, I, we could include pictures. It'd be great. Yeah, I don't know about that. Are there pictures? Diagrams? Are there pictures? Diagrams? What kind of a picture book would this be? A wild one. No, we're not, we're not putting pictures in the book. A lot of Rick book. picks. 
No. <laughs> I think we need photos. <laughs> you need to give ID to buy this book. Illustrations. Not why, actual speaking photos. of photos, why is Tom Brady tweeting out pictures of himself in his underwear? Because he's he's promoting the underwear line. Yeah, but is that it's like a thirst trap, wasn't it? Like, come on. You you don't see forty five year olds doing thirst traps? That's not a thing. I think Kay likes thirst. I think Kay att- occasionally does thirst trap pictures. I don't even know what a thirst trap is. It's a sexy photo, so people oh. get thirsty for you. Oh. Yeah, right. What do you mean he likes them? I just feel like doing a thirst trap. See? <laughs> what he 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 does those I think photos? He's done, I think Kay has done or tried doing a thirst trap photo, yeah. Like like with him and, and Jody? No. I don't understand. It's Kay. a sexy photo. Like if oh, I took So Kay's putting out sexy photos <laughs> of the voice of the Yankees. Like, like if you this morning were like after your shower, like oh, I look pretty good in this towel, I'm gonna take a picture of myself right. and then post it. So people see you in your towel. Like, hey mm-hmm. everyone, come and see how good I look. I've never seen Michael pose a, put a photo of himself, you know, in in some kind of a situation out there. I don't think it has to be a situation like that. It's just like a good, like if you have a nice photo of yourself. Oh, just you, if you have a nice normal right. photo. Okay, I thought it was in in like a well, compromised be, well, photo. No, no, no. It could be anything. Could be in like your just whatever you look. So if, you, if you're like, oh, I'm having a good day, post a photo. If so, so facto, you I'm, throw it out there. Yeah. Okay, all right. Now I understand. Right. Thirst trap. All this lingo. I don't know any of this lingo. You got to get with it, man. You got a young kid. You got a 16-year-old son. I'm not with anything. Why? I don't know. Well, why don't you ask him? You're driving around with him. Be like, hey, why don't you fill he, me he in on some of the lingo? He's not looking to talk to me. No? No. He's knee-deep in the phone and doesn't tell me all that much at the moment. Well, I think you need to ask. You got to get to his level. Uh, I try. Maybe, maybe this, is why, I, this is why you've lost five straight. Maybe. You can't relate to the kids. It's not because of him. No, you can't relate to the kids. Maybe I can't. I uh, think you got to throw a thirst, thirst trap out there to <laughs> yes. shift the odds. You want me to throw? I, if he okay, does a, a book, six, I'll a do six, a thirst trap. No, no, no. Before before you lose before a your six next game. straight game. You're in the hot seat, bud. What, to change the mojo of the team? Yeah, thirst trap. We lost five in a row. I know. you got to do something. I'm so unhappy. Jeter wore a golden thong. you got to right. throw a thirst trap. I'll wear there. a thong. <laughs> I, think we go, I think we go shirtless with the whistle around your neck. Maybe oh, we'll, yeah. Uh, at the game. No, no, no. Just a photo. A, a, a shirtless whistle around my neck yeah. photo. Maybe we'll lube you up a little bit so you're glistening. You and the oils are unbelievable. Right, right, nice. Nobody, get, nobody loves oil more skin, than this guy. Rick, skin he can't do, Rick, he, he does that. He, he's going to get put on a list. You can't do that. <laughs> Why? The sexy coaching pitcher. I think it works. Scott, Ray, right, what do you got? Sometimes I'm trying to defend you. No, go ahead, Ray. What do you got? I'm trying to defend you. This is defend not the good me. thing you for you. You put out a list. <laughs> yes, if you're shirtless, welled up, wearing gold chain around children, that that wouldn't end well for you. No, no, no not around the gonna... children. I'm saying we take one like in the studio. We take a nice, sexy photo. I bring we a get whistle. scoping back in. Right. I bring yeah. a whistle in tomorrow. <laughs> we lube him up, and then we take a couple photos. Everything's got to end in lubed up. I with think this it makes guy. you look better. The lighting will reflect off you nice. Oh, really? I think I think so. Well, we'll have to find out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you notice how I'm going to press the Jason Kidd button, I'm going to use my finger on the touch Look screen. Look at you. Yeah, because I've graduated to that. I figure it's time. He's saying, Kyrie, like, just the slug of this, just the, the description of what he says here gets me angry. Kyrie Irving is all about basketball. Here is Jason Kidd.
It's easy to look at um, all the talk of the negative, uh, but let's look at the positive and what um, you know he's done on and off the court, and um, and that's the way we're approaching it. We have a relationship. Uh, he's all about basketball. He wants to win, and he wants to be coached. And uh, this is you know a great opportunity for me to uh, have someone like this uh, to, to help to split my time between those two and the rest of the team. It's 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 a great challenge, and it should be fun. I guess this is what they have to do, right? They have to play the game with these guys because that's what it seems like. Yeah, but this is, I mean, this is Jason Kidd, though. This is different, though. Well, I shouldn't say that because, I mean, you had Steve Nash. But I, there clearly was not a, there was not much respect for Steve Nash. No, it's tremendous disrespect Here's for the Steve thing, Nash. Here's the thing, though. It wasn't even, that, that clip you just played, it was, for me, the whole idea that he wants to be coached. Like, does he? No, I don't think he wants any of these things. That no, are no, does he want to be coached, though? Because when Kenny Atkinson was, was here coaching, they didn't want they him. They wanted him out, and they got him out. Well, because now they wanted, we didn't really need a head coach, because I could coach, you could coach, One Steve day I'll coach, coach. you'll coach. Like, I understand, like, when he's dialed in, and when he's focused on basketball, yeah, I'm sure when he's in that building, he's all about getting better. Because, like, I mean, to be as, like, I don't care how how much God-given ability you have, like, Kyrie Irving has clearly put in the work. To, the to guy's develop, awesome, Rick. To develop I, I, I don't skill. want it to be thought that I don't think he's great. I think he is great. I think no, no, he's but a, I'm not an saying, elite talent. No, no, I'm not saying that. We all know he's awesome. Yes. But I'm saying, like, when he is, like, he has a bunch of different things that he likes to do, right? And, you know, we heard Nick talk about how he's an artist. But outside of that, he has, you know, charitable work he likes to do. He has, like, all these different things that he he's involved in. And at certain points, those things become more important than basketball. When yes. basketball is the most important thing, which it seems like ever since we got past that first hurdle this season was was his focus, he's great. And I can understand when it is, yes. When he's in the building, he is about getting better. And he is about just basketball. And that's why he I mean, that's why he's great. And he's turned himself into this great player. The problem with him is how long does that last? How, like how so long? Doesn't before, feel like you get that for more than like twenty games, right? Like how how long before something else becomes more important, right? I, I guess the thing that would concern me now, again, it's not my problem, but if he goes to Dallas, does he play out the rest of the season? Good soldier. Sounds like he Good. wants to go. Jay Williams said he wants to go to L.A. So he'd take less money to go to L.A. He wants to go to the Lakers, unless he's going to get the four year max, which it doesn't sound like the Mavs are going to be willing to do. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see if he's on his best behavior. Rest of the season. Well, he's going to be on his best behavior, but then the whole like he's he's all about winning, is he? Because if he's all about winning, he like wouldn't. Have, well, well he wouldn't, about, va- wouldn't va- I mean, do, we wouldn't do half the crap he well, does no, if he's would all he about have, winning. I mean, would he have demanded a trade if he was all about winning? I mean, doesn't this team now? Do you have a better shot to win now with with this team or where you were with Brooklyn when Kevin Brooklyn. Durant comes back? Yeah, I think that's that goes without without a doubt. Here's LeBron, uh, courtesy of us here at ESPN on on not getting Kyrie. Well, definitely disappointed. I can't sit here and say I'm not disappointed on not being able to land such a talent, but someone that I had great chemistry with and know I got great chemistry with on the floor that can help you win championships in my, in my mind. Right. But my focus is shifted now. Um, my focus is shifted back to where it should be, and that's this, that's this club now and what we have in the locker room. That's a guys quick pivot, LeBron. It's a quick pivot. Quick pivot. It don't take me long. It don't take me long. I don't, I don't get too excited about the possibilities of things that can be. I kind of envision myself on what it can, but I don't I don't invest it all the way into until I know what's happening. All right, so he's disappointed. I understand why he would be. 
I mean, he thinks if they bring in Kyrie, they would have had some semblance of a chance. You, you got Kyrie, Anthony Davis, and LeBron. You got a fighting chance. Right. Well, but that was the only chance, though. Right. Like now, they have, was, now they have no chance. Right. I mean, it's, and again, I mean, LeBron's at a point in his career where he's, I mean, time's ticking here. And he's 38? The, the, the team, yeah, the team is yeah. currently constituted is not They're not going to get in. Yeah, they're not going to get in. Let's go to Paul in uh, Roosevelt. Paul, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, um, about the Kyrie thing, I, I just don't think it's fair that... Let's um, do that hockey. That, that, ...that no one's bringing up the fact that uh, uh about, about the third the third year of the contract. Like, that's the reason why he left. Like, he, he already said he wanted to stay in Brooklyn or retire in Brooklyn. So why would you guarantee and him the money, Paul? Why why would you, in your right mind, guarantee him the money? Well, well, then don't guarantee him the money. But when you offer him the contract, don't give him a, don't give him three years and say the third year isn't guaranteed. Well, no, because they, what, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? Like, they, so the more people you talk to, the more are telling you that when Kyrie goes to Dallas and he's on his best behavior, he's more likely to get the two-year $83 million extension as opposed to the four-year $198.5 million extension. So how is that different? So I'm going to give you the two with the potential to get the third if we win a championship. Well, to me, in my opinion, I just look at it like they the history between Kyrie and Brooklyn hasn't been good. So on both sides. But the Nets never, never. Well, what, do like on, what do you mean? What do you mean on both sides? Yeah, what, what the hell does the Nets do that turned Kyrie off? Other than when he acted like a fool over and over oh. and over again, finally, well, finally stood up for themselves. Let's, let's talk about the shot then. The shot. He didn't take the shot, but he was allowed to play away games and go to practice. And the Nets said no. The Nets no, no, he, he played. No, no, he played. He played in away games, and then they actually got the rules changed. Go well, however the. You know, practice facility was. Uh, how do you want to? How do you want to phrase it, though? Like I don't know how to phrase it, but they got they got it switched so where he could practice. Right, he was allowed to practice, and then they right, right, eventually right. just said, you know what, we'll we'll take him whenever we can get him. Right. Yeah. Well, once they lifted the mandate in New York, then I I thought that that's when he was able to play. No, no, he played. No, he played home games when they lifted the mandate. But they, it was specifically. Yeah, they would let him play. Everybody. Remember, originally they weren't going to let him play on the road, and then they caved to that and said, "No, you know, we we want him so badly, right, we're going to let right. him play on the road." Right, exactly, because because the Nets weren't winning without him, so they had to bring him back. But Paul, you're you're like, looking at one incident of how many with this guy since he was here with the Nets. There have been a few, but I just don't. In my opinion, I just don't put it all on him. I don't. I don't. It's see all it on way. him. In my, you know, I give him. Listen, uh, Paul. Thanks for the call. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and try to defend Kyrie and some of the stuff he did, but I will. I will give some blame to Brooklyn, just for. Well, allowing... I think that they like a bad parent. They allowed him to run amok, and then they were shocked that he would do it. Right. Sometimes you have to lay down the law, but but make mo- no mistake, this is all on him. Maybe how they reacted to his immaturity was an issue here, but this is all stemming from the way he acted. Yeah, I understand why they did it. But at a certain point, you can't you can't just give over the entire organization. And that's what they did. They, they bent did. over backwards and said, "You can do you 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 run things. This is your organization." But, here, but here's the thing: it goes back to what we were talking about with this with the NBA. And I don't want to just say strictly the NBA, but I get the feeling that in this situation, you know, to get Kevin Durant, they brought on Kyrie because Kevin Durant wanted Kyrie. And right. then once they were there, it was pretty much here's the keys to the kingdom. And like KD is just all set, just playing basketball. So, like, all that other stuff is he, like... He, that's all he wants. Okay, so, I mean, essentially, you gave the keys over to Kyrie. And Kevin Durant did not do what Kevin Durant should have done, which is hold Kyrie accountable and responsible. Because who else was going to do it? If the, if the organization wasn't going to do it, the best player had to do it. 
He and wants that's to not something that Kevin Durant wanted to do. I don't think it's – no, I don't know him, certainly, but I don't think the way I've seen his personality affect – But this is the problem, though. He, it's just not who but he is. But here's the problem, though. That's why, like, that's why, as a player, you got to understand your limitations. If that's not something you feel comfortable doing, you either have a coach that does it, right. which they didn't because they got rid of the coach, right. and Steve Nash wasn't going to do it, or have a player on your team that has the cachet to do it. Like Draymond like, Green like has a veteran. The, like Draymond Green has the cachet to do it. Yes. Right? So again, you left the perfect situation where you had to worry about none of that stuff mm-hmm. to now put yourself in this situation where it doesn't really suit. Where you have to be the guy, the alpha, the team leader, the this, the, the from soup to nuts, the everything. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Who's the baby now? I'm the baby. Why'd you play that for? Who was that? Was that you? That was you, Santiago? That felt... Who played it? You played it. What was the point of that? You're, you're looking to incite me. I don't even know what I played. You're, uh, My hand fine. the most, in all, in all honesty. It just happened to be on that one, huh? Well, I, Where I'm what like, was I'm it? the baby. Which one was it? <laughs> it was when he says, like, who's the baby now? I was like, I'm the baby. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I just, oh, it just, just happened to slip right on that one, huh? I'm telling you right now, you saw my hands. I was trying to move my microphone. My mouse is on back-to-back screens. So, oh, really? So I have, I'm navigating reads, rundowns, multiple bottles of water, a tea, and I have three screens where the mouse goes all the way from the right to the left. What's happening? There's nobody talking. And I have no slack in the most. You want to know? You want to take you behind the curtain? I want to go right behind the I curtain. I have no slack. I want to be an extra on the show. I have no slack in the most because I have to keep it under the under the computer screen so it doesn't shut off every two seconds. I can't touch the computer screen and move it because it shuts off. Really? Yeah. This is like in a power-saving right. mode. I don't know what it is. It goes on and then shuts off. Why can't that be fixed? I, I, great question. It's been months. <laughs> It's unfortunate. So now I'm stuck. Keyboard stuck under there. Mouse stuck under there. I got and you no, just play random drops all the no time. Mobi- no mobility. Uh, all right. Come out to see the Michael K. Show live this Friday at 3 p.m. from 317 Main Street in Farmingdale. And there's a chance that you go to this, yes? There's a strong possibility. Would right. you bring the kids, bring the wife? No. no. Just you? Yeah. Why are you so like, no? What would I bring the kids for? Because they... That's school. Mike, they're in school 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock? No, no, but I'm not going to take them. In. No, they have stuff going on on Friday. I'm going to be like, hey, kids, let's not go to your activities because we're going to a bar. Oh, all right. I didn't I didn't realize it. You're going to jump me here. Are the you going to go? Have... Shouldn't you go? Well, if if it was around the corner from me, I would go. Let's it's see, not. You have dinner with your mom. That's that's what I want to do is drive an hour and a half out to Long Island. Well, not an hour and a half. You leave right from the if studio. They, if they, I'll tell you what. They do a Westchester show. I'll be there with the kids. With the kids. I don't believe you. Well, you don't need to. All right. Anyhow. Uh, it's in Farmingdale for a special countdown to kick off broadcast to get you very ready for the big game. Just steps away from the Farmingdale station on the LIRR. We're bringing the big game experience to you at 317 Main Street. Brought to you by Jack Daniels, Resorts World Bimini, Grand Marnier, PC Richard and & Son, and Slomans, and Ben's Kosher Deli. You know what would be nice? A Reuben? Oh, yes. But I you had know- a delicious Reuben on vacation. Not on vacation, whatever you want to call it. Because I worked, but on the, the oh, trip. It was a working vacation. But, you know, here's what it was. You yeah. would love it. So there was this, uh, there's this famous barbecue place in South Carolina we mm-hmm. went to, and they had a Reuben sandwich with the smoked Bar- oh, brisket. Oh, that sounds delicious. Outrageous. But you know what would be nice? I wake up Sunday morning, ring of the doorbell, dogs go crazy. I, Hello, who is it? It's Ben's Deli. We just want you to have all these salted meats. and Who the hell are you? And all this deliciousness. I for- could deliver some salted meat. 
I don't want to give up the meat. Ben's is right. What I'm saying is Ben's is right. I know where Ben's is. Okay, so why are you doing Ben's reads? By the way, I go to Ben's at least once a week. All right. What? What? Once a week, I go to Ben's. What ethnicity am I? What matter? I'm I'm Jewish. I they they look at me as you do the deli reads. I eat. I can guarantee you, I partake in more of the Jewish cuisine on a weekly basis than you. Um, You're eating raisins and turkey slices. Um, I got turkey slices is part of the Jewish cuisine. I got matzo ball soup. I go in there for the pastrami. Listen, the corned they, beef. They on look the rye. and they determined, hmm, we have Rothenberg, Jew. We have DiPietro, <laughs> not a Jew. Multiple who do we want cheeses? to do our reads? Rothenberg. That's who they want. You don't even partake in Jewish people. Mom? No. I've seen your mom more often than you. That's not true. I'm t- Talk to my mom on Sunday. It's a matter. great conversation. You don't see her face to face. See her all the time? No, you don't. All the time. Stop. When's the last time you saw your mother? This weekend. Why did you see your mom went to the wedding? Well, you think she's not going to get invited to my sister in law's wedding? Well, I don't think that's a foregone conclusion. Your mother, well, that's nice. It was great, and she traveled down. Traveled right down. Dave just showed you how much of a family man he is. He's got no idea. Doesn't even like his family. I love my family. Immediate, immediate family. Immediate family. Love them. I love everyone. I'm a man of the people. I love people. I love people. I love RJ. I love Raymond. I love you. I love John Winter. I I love Ryan Hurley. No, they seek me. They want me. Matzo ball soup, me. Maybe I don't go back into Ben's now because they treat me like this. Maybe I'll go extra. No, you have, Ben's. When was the last you, time you went to Ben's? I've been to Ben's a million times. When was in my last life. time? Well, I've been to the one. There's one in in, uh, in Westchester. You don't even know where it is. Oh, it's in Westchester. I love Ben's. I love Ben's. The the pickles and the coleslaw they give you. All right, let's go to some of these. I like Ben's better. Why is everything competition with you? <laughs> Darnell in Brooklyn. Hi, Darnell. You're on 98.7. Darnell, what's up, buddy? Well, he's missing. Rick. What's up? Rick. What's up? Uh, yeah, you, you act like Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot to win when Green Bay won a division. How many times? I'm not and saying it's a lot to win the Super Bowl. No, no, hold, I'm not saying. Listen, Darnell, I'm not saying it's a lot to win the Super Bowl, but I think you have a better yeah, chance but- of winning the Super Bowl with him than you do Jimmy Garoppolo. He can't get to the Super Bowl, Rick. I mean, he can't get past Jimmy Garoppolo. He gonna get past Joe Burrow and uh, Allen just to get to Patty Mahomes? Maybe not. Maybe not. But I listen. I, I'd like to take my chances, especially with this defense. The last time he had a top five defense, he won a Super Bowl. Listen, so. we're not saying it, it definitively means you're in the AFC Championship game or in the Super Bowl. All I and I guess I you probably agree with this is saying is it gives you the best chance. It gives you a real chance to compete because now when you look at quarterback, you're right there. Now, you're probably not Mahomes level, but are you there with Allen? Maybe. Are you, you're probably not Burrow either, but you're, you're up your upper no, echelon I think you AFC. Need, listen, I, I don't I don't want to use last year as a indication of where Aaron Rodgers is now in his career. I know he's older, but he's coming off back-to-back MVP seasons. And last year, I think a lot of what happened last year was the broken thumb and trying to play through the broken thumb. Because you're talking about one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the history of the sport. A guy who protects the football like like maybe no one else in the history of sport has done. He's almost 5-1 to one touchdowns to interceptions. Which is insane. And he had for him a bad year. Which for most people, like if you look at his bad year last year, we all agree that that was not a good year for Aaron Rodgers, correct? Everyone on the show? Yes. Okay. So, RJ. RJ. Yes. Okay. Tell me what Aaron Rodgers' numbers for this bad year were this season. Just look those up for me. Because, again, we're going off the premise that Derek Carr is not their guy. If it's not Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson, it sounds like it's going to be or feels like it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. 
So what were Aaron Rodgers' bad numbers this season? Well, this season, Aaron Rodgers, his team went 8-9, however, yep. threw 26 touchdowns mm-hmm. against 12 interceptions, okay. which is the second most of his career, most since 08. And he still threw for almost 3,700 yards. Okay, so that was his bad year, right? Jimmy Garoppolo's best season, where he actually played 16 games, the only time he's ever played a full season 16 games, he threw 27 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and just under 4,000 yards. That's his best season. That's his best season. What have his last couple seasons looked like? Not this one, because he barely played. Uh, he played 11 games this season. His uh, 2021, he played 15 games. All right, what, what, do you, what do you have there? 20 and 12, 3,800 yards. Right, so his best season is comparable to Rodgers' worst season. Right, mm-hmm. in a division, in a division, in a conference where you have to have someone that's capable of getting to a special kind of level. Here's how I see it: No one is saying if you bring in Rodgers, no one is saying no. this that you all of a sudden are the favorites no or you guaranteed to go or anything. It's saying that we're all in. We have a chance, and you know what? We're a team that hasn't been to the Super. They haven't been to the Super Bowl in fifty-four years. Fifty-four. I've been to the playoffs in twelve. I want to go all in. I want to do everything I can to possibly get there. The best chance for that, Aaron Rodgers. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I'm a man of the people. I love people. I love people. I love RJ. I love Raymond. I love you. I love John Wickham. I love Brian Hurley. No, they seek me. They want me. Matzo ball soup. Ben's what was the last time you went to Ben's? I've been to Ben's a million times in my life. Time? Well, I've been to the one that's one in Westchester. You don't even know where it is. Oh, it's in Westchester. <laughs> I love Ben's. <laughs> this is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I wish I could do this. So Ben was asked to go Let's to sit up. On 98.7 ESPN. They're playing that for you, you know. That's why. You're strange. They look at you and they're, they're, you're like the Adams family member we never got to know. That's what you're like. No, no, stop. You are. This is, uh, this is Raymond's fault. I was fine. Just drinking the uh, the bags of French vanilla coffee. He's the one that brought in the Bustello. He brought in the Bustello because you asked for the no, no. Bustello. Uh, you want me to tell you what happened? Is is I had the it's French Bustello. vanilla pouch. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, It was what I needed. Because you told me I looked like trash. And then, mistakenly, not knowing he was going to bring in the Bustello, I went and got another coffee. So that's two. So you're hopped up. Then I went Bustello, <laughs> followed up by the chai shot of espresso. Oh, so you're, like, internally, you're right. doing races right he, now. You wonder why he, I can't speak. You saw his face this morning. He needed it. Yeah, you look. <laughs> it's the truth. He'll go right. I mean, this guy, you know what the thing about Raymond that is puzzling to me? No, no, see, see, here's the thing. I, I, I'm fully aware of what I'm doing, and yeah. I, I kind of think with some of the shots I've taken this morning, it's kind of deserved at this point. I don't think he can argue with me. But here, here's what I will say to defend you, Rick. And I love you, Ray. Is if you get shots thrown at you, you become overly sensitive. When you throw them, you have no problem. Well, the, well, well, well. The problem is, I I don't want to throw them at all. But you you put me in in such a mood that I've got to start throwing them. It's kind of sad, actually. Throw them. Well, you get a, a jugs machine. Yeah, you, 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 launch, you launch them, them. in. What was said? Can't, wait, look, can't, is it, can't, is, can't even repeat what was said during the break when I walked in there trying to be <laughs> trying to be friendly. Look what happens. That's this is true. what happens. Well, you just spent you spent five minutes taking shots at me. What am I going to do? 
Not retaliate? Five minutes. How was that a retaliation? It was just I weird. It was an offer. I thought <laughs> it was an offer. It was very strange. It was very unsettling. Um, on that note, 1-800-919-3776. This portion of the show, driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. What's your Super Bowl plan on, on Sunday? You're just going to be home with the family watching? I'm not sure yet. Not sure yet. I mean, it, having the... Having Rocco kind of puts a little bit of a... Uh, he can't stay up for the whole game. No, There's no way. No, right. So now I have to make the decision. Do I go somewhere and then come back at halftime? No, he can't do that. Right. So or, I think you have to... I think, well, why don't you do this? Why don't you have a couple people over for the game? I could do that. I mean, that, there's the potential to do that. RJ, being serious now. Rick invites you over for the game. Ray, do you have... Uh, you don't have anything on, on Sunday, do you? Is there a Knicks or Rangers game? Uh, there's nothing planned. Okay. So if and I'm not I'm not trying to I can to, send an SUV and pack you and your girlfriend right up in the car. Oh dear. See? And you try and to play innocent. And you and you try to play you innocent is the thing. That's okay, a nice so, gloves okay, right so, off. So, it's a nice so, offer. So, so when something comes along <laughs> later, nice don't be upset. I'm just saying. Is it fair to say I'm nicer to you than he is? Right now you are. Right now I am. Well, you know, if, if we were to rewind back a month, you wouldn't be. Yeah, but you know what? You would live in the moment now, Ray. Don't don't live in the past. Plenty of trunk space. So if if Rick were to say, you know, guys, why don't you all come over, watch the game, we'll hang out, would you two be willing to do that? Would you want to do such a thing? I would think about it. You would think about it. Ray, would you consider that? Sure, I'd consider it. Wow. Would why you consider you have a party? Would you consider it as a question? Yeah, right. Uh, I would consider it because I think if anyone would understand what I go through and how I act, it would be you guys. Like, I, I would think that you guys would be a safe space. Of course, it'd be a safe space. We, that, we actually want to see it. You say, why wouldn't I consider it? You Because you just said that you need to be near home for, for Rocco. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if all of a sudden now I get invited to the Rothenberg estate. You wanna, you, okay, so you want to come over. No. You, exactly. <laughs> you don't. You have no desire to come over to my house. No, I was, I was it's trying not to make easy it, with a two-year-old. I, that's why I was trying to make it as easy as I possible know. for you. How about if we each bring a thing and you have us over to your home? No. Could be nice. There would be. I think it, it would be, be nice. nice. Yeah. I would enjoy the company. I'll think about it. It sounds like a nice offer. What would you bring? Wings. Oh, nice. Or maybe Ben's Deli. Maybe I'll call no, Ben's Deli. No, 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 Do me a no, favor. Give me a platter, no. like the pickles, the no. coleslaw, the little pastrami, no. some hot dogs, a knish, a couple of knishes. No, no. no. You're not going to mock me with Ben's Deli now. It'd be delicious. I'm sure they'd pack me up a beautiful platter. Of course they would. No, I'll bring some. Oh, why not uh, take care of the guy that's there twice a week? I would bring, um, I don't know, So I think some wings. The wings would be nice. Some, uh, like a, like a. Probably like a 75-piece wing. Wow. Well, it would be all of us, right? right? That's true. So I think we would need a lot of food. RJ, what would you bring if if you went to this event? Mm, Beer? Cocktail wieners? <laughs> no, because I, I don't I don't think this is the, the drinking. I don't think it's a drinking crowd. I don't, yes, I don't think, it is. I, don't think, I, mean, yeah, I think everyone right. would drink but me. Well, yeah. No, you, I would, you'd have to drink. I would have not, to. I would one, not touch one, a sip of it. I need to be laser focused. Stop. Eagle, Eagles Lay. go up 14 nothing. You're off right. the hinges. Off the hinges. Yeah, White he, claws to his face. Would, yep. wouldn't be, yeah, I'm going to take them and smash them into the <laughs> corner <laughs> of my right, brain right there. is what I would right do. Right there. Just Dave laying face down. What happened to him? He smashed a full blow against his Dave is dead. <laughs> then I would, I would leave and, and rage drive home. It would be a disaster. Why were you going 96 on the Whitestone? Why do you care? <laughs> Officer. Sir, have you had anything to drink? No. Just rage. Why are you so angry? The Eagles won. Let me go. <laughs> you smell like booze. It's because I smashed them off my yeah, face. Yeah, I was hitting them off my temple. That's why. 
All right, so I think there's a chance this could happen. I think it's under consent. Really, really. You'll have to run it by Cass. Right. I mean, she's the she's the decision, and, and that's understandable. It's fine, but I think there's a I think there's a decent chance that this happens. And you'd be into this, uh, RJ? Yeah, I think we'd we'd both we'd both be there. I think we'd go. It's nice. I think we'd go. Now it would have to be understood that anything I do cannot be held against me, right? Like I could go safe space, cr- trust could, nest, could, yeah. could go cr- like games going on. I'm pacing. I'm up. I'm around. I'm screaming, and I get I get nasty, mean. Yeah. You don't know what direction I'm going to take. You're going to go Rocco. You're going to throw can, things in the vent. And yeah. are, are we allowed to videotape some of this? I'd prefer you didn't, but you do what you do. His kids do, so I think it's given us free reign to do what we want. Yeah, I will. I will go nuts. So it's yes. understood. But if if it happens, I'm just telling you right now. If you invited us over. We're not. We're not going to be the ones that say no. Is Rick held responsible if Dave just runs from the estate screaming naked? Um, I would probably have to take responsibility for that, but I think it'd be okay. I mean, there's a man that walks around in a full suit. And That's dr- right. It's nothing new. I'd go after him. I'd put him in a, 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 a chokehold, running right no, up behind no, him. Oh no, it's an older man. So I just want to be accosted by you. Well, well why, nobody wants to be accosted. It's the risk you run by walking around your neighborhood in a suit. All right, so let's Is let's. It? Yeah, I no, think I so. <laughs> I don't think that was on the, on the list of things. Uh, I that think could if you're willing to go as far as you're dressed to the nines and walking around your neighborhood, uh, you don't know what happens. A raccoon could go after him. A yeah. bear. A, a, a naked person. You don't know what happens. <laughs> Dave Rothenberg. Yeah. These things uh, an are an emer- all likely to happen. Homeowners Association meeting. <laughs> yes. Speak about the man that was running around naked. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody and, know anything about nope. that? You know what? He, you know what he just told us though. The homeowners association. I mean, right there, just to find everything. Your cul-de-sac doesn't have one. No, stop. What do you mean? Why do you have to use the same plow guy then? I don't have to. I choose to. Cannot be involved with with my neighbor. Something doesn't add up. Yeah, right. You don't have a homeowner. So you you put money into a kitty for all the things. Kitty. Yeah. This is not like what a kitty. No. Yeah. For the plow. For the plow guy. No, no. Maybe. Yeah. They plow the street. (laughs) They plow the street. Right. Isn't that the town that does that though? No. You have to pay for that? I think we you, live, you live in some kind of area. Stop huh? it, would you please? Uh, all right. So let's hear from Patrick Mahomes. Tell us, Patrick, about your ankle injury right now. I'm just going to make it real quick. I'll play through all injuries that the trainers will let me play play through. I'll play through. So uh, there's the, that's the list. As long as the trainers okay me to get out there, I'm going to play through it. He's going to play? Yeah, because he's the best quarterback in the league. Just wish everyone on the show would admit it. I, I admit admitted it. it. Admit I, it today again. I, I Say you were wrong. already admitted it. Say I, Dave Rothenberg. I, Dave Rothenberg was wrong. Was wrong. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. Patrick in the Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Followed very no, no, no. By who? By Joe Burrow. Okay, but you said Josh Allen at the time, and and I just said I was wrong. Okay. See, so here's the difference. Mark between that down, me, RJ. Between, please listen. You, what do you want me to do? Stand up and sing? Yeah, sing, I, sing I, it. I was wrong. <laughs> so very wrong. And I'm sorry, so very sorry to be so wrong. It's impressive. Thank you. I mean, I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. That was good. If if you're afraid to admit when you're wrong, you're a hack. A hack. A lot of hacks. Then, well, why do you, when I'm right? Why don't you? Why I don't always you, do. What do you mean? Why don't you push that narrative? I always push it. I make some good. I mean, I sat there and told you Degrom was going right? to leave, and everyone said that was a. Well, no. How could you say that? You're so off base. You're so out of your mind. And he left. And I told you the whole this time he was going to leave. Right down the heart. You're the one that said Dable would be the coach and Wink Martindale would be the defensive coordinator. All right, that's good stuff. Well, that's great stuff. All right, so I'll sing when I'm right, and I'll sing when I'm wrong, and I just like to sing. All right, more Patrick Mahomes on trying to catch Brady 
which is just such a ridiculous conversation. But here he is on trying to catch Brady in Super Bowls. Be tough. I mean, seven Super Bowl victories, ten Super Bowls. Uh, there's a reason that he's so far ahead of everybody else. Um, it's hard to do, but I'll do my best to chase it. But uh, I got to start off with trying to win this one this week. So I just got to focus on uh, today and and then tomorrow and until we get to Sunday and then and let's go out there and play our best ball then. How could he possibly get to well, ten? Well, if he wins this one, it's his second one. Okay, I mean, Brady won seven. Five's not that many more than. Oh come on! I mean, five, I mean, we we. You know, it's amazing. The Cowboys haven't been to a championship game in like what, like oh, twenty five years, twenty seven years. The Jets haven't been to a Super Bowl in fifty. The Giants haven't weren't to the playoffs for a decade. And then it's like, oh, you could win five more. No, no, you can't win five more. That doesn't happen. That's very unrealistic. Brady's won more Super Bowls than franchises have won Super Bowls than any franchise. Right. Yeah, it's outrageous. The one guy has won more Super Bowls than any franchise has won in the history of the NFL. That's right. Yes. Super Bowls. You know what I don't understand also? And I'm being serious about this. Why, like, when you say World Series wins, it's the Yankees have 27, it goes back there. Why do? Why does the Super Bowl era start the beginning of football? Like, why? The Giants have won four Super Bowls. Yeah, but the Giants have eight championships, right? Why, why is it that the championships pre-Super Bowl don't count anymore in the NFL? I don't know because we're just we're counting the Super Bowl wins. But but why? I, I don't know. I didn't make the rule. I just abide by them. I mean, like you're growing up, and it's like, well, the Eagles have never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but the Eagles they did win championships. Like, why? Why is it that championships pre Super Bowl one do not count? I'm a rule follower, and that's what they. Tell but me. isn't it an itch? Like, it's interesting. Yeah, they, they don't count. Maybe Sal Pell knows. Maybe Sal Pell does. I should ask him. Yeah, I think maybe I will. All right, l- let's hear some more uh, from Jason Kelsey. <laughs> this is cute. Saying his mom likes Travis more. Mom probably likes Travis more. She keeps trying to hedge her bet and say she likes me now because I have kids. And that's a good way I've kind of leveled Dingfield with Trav. The baby always gets the love from mom. Is that right? The baby always gets the love? No, not in my family. But we have a like a strict first child born is the favorite. And it's like So you're blatant. you're the you're the fave. Uh yeah, probably. I mean, just in, in general, like it's blatant. Like my grandmother, if if me and my brother did the exact same thing for her, I would get twenty bucks and he would get five. That's awful. Blatantly, cousin Susan, same thing. She would get five. No, she gets. She's the oldest. She gets uh, twenty, so she, and and then her cousin Michael gets five. Doesn't matter. Like we could, like it could. Be I'm like, surprised that your mom never said you can't give. Rick she does. does twenty and, and Al five. She, she doesn't care. She has no problem with it. Like seriously, if we showed up, if if you could you imagine, could if you imagine, I was the, if I was the older brother and you were the younger brother, right. we showed up at the, a car full of groceries, and I walked in with one bag, and you took all the stuff in. She'd give me a twenty and you a five every time. But that's a real problem. It's a problem, but it is what it is. I don't, I don't like it. Um, I, I don't think the second born loves it either. Firstborn loves it. Twenty, every but it's, time. that's that's not appropriate. Uh no. Of course not. It's not appropriate. Uh, did you hear, and I don't, I don't, we don't have the audio of this, <laughs> at least I don't have it in front of me. Someone asked Nick Sirianni, do you consider Sunday to be a must-win game at Media Day yesterday? That doesn't surprise me. But what, are we, what are we doing, though? Uh, they, someone asked him, if, was there someone on his team that he wouldn't let date his daughter? And then he was like, my daughter's five. Five? Yeah. What's wrong with people? Because they ask terrible questions. Well, but it's just in general. It's just this whole business now, too. It's like, it. it's amazing listening to some of these takes and everything else. It's just like, how can I have a different take? It's like, well, you don't always have to have a different take. No. You just have, like, it could just be the take. Well, is... See, why not just have your take? And right. if your take is outlandish or crazy, fine. fine. If your take falls within the norm that's not going to make headlines, also fine. No, but they, they, you try to craft this, like, this sub, how could I be different? Right. How can if I ask a who wild would you, Who would you question? not be okay with your daughter dating? My daughter's five. Five, you animal. 
How about no one? How old is Sirion? He's that young, huh? Uh, he's a young guy, yeah. He gives a lot of credit to uh, Frank Reich for all his uh, success. Did you see, I know you did, uh, Brian Flores, the defensive coordinator of the Vikings, which means that, that Kafka is now one of two I'm telling for you, that man, Cardinals I job. thought about this a lot yesterday. He's 41 years old. Sirianni. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Like it just, it's. I get it. It's a head coaching job, and there's only 32 of these things. But I, I would want my first job to be one. I feel like I could have like some legitimate success. And maybe he does. Maybe he's just that confident. I, I just don't know if tying myself to to Kyler Murray, especially coming off an injury, is the best. And and that franchise idea. is not exactly a capable winning franchise. No, but just think about it. Like this is his first time through the coaching cycle, and usually it takes more than one time through. So he's obviously good at the whole interview process. They think highly of him. He's all the way to you know top two for this job, which is mission accomplished. Right. right? Like he's, so you know he's good. And you have well, another good year, and you'd figure Daniel Jones, another year in that system with, with legitimate weapons, would have a better season next year than he did this. You don't think he'd have his pick of where right, to go? Right, there's always jobs open. Right. There'd be seven jobs open next year. Right. And I would think that'd be something more attractive than Arizona. Now, if you lose him, I think you're upset. I, I got to be honest, I don't think you could afford to lose Martindale. Because that would be a tough D- one. Dable is an offensive right. guy. He, if there's any issues or any hiccup, he picks up where where Kafka, you know, left. Martindale's uh, he's a unicorn. You lose him, I think you're in big trouble. Right, but it also free. I mean, the, the beauty of it, it frees up Brian Dable to do what he does best, which is focus on you know the offense, Daniel Jones. Right. Like it gives him the freedom to like, like during camp, like I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Daniel through these things where I'm gonna give the defense the plays that so to see how, like he can focus on those things. Yeah, as opposed totally to, agree. Is it just Cardinals and Colts now? Is that it? Opening jobs open. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Cardinals and Colts, and and the Giants' defensive coordinator is up for for the Colts. Colts. Kafka as well, right? For the Colts, and then Kafka and who's the other one up for the uh, for the Cardinals? There's two. Uh, the defensive coordinator for Cleveland, uh, for Cincinnati. Oh, uh, Anna Rumo? Yep. Yep. I'd be interested to see if they go defense now. Or do they just say, well, I mean, Kyle Murray, we have an offensive, we need to go offensive coach. That's what I would do. Yeah, but they just said Kingsbury. So you go the, uh, the opposite I, some way? Some teams do that. Yeah. You go yeah, the opposite I don't, way. Card- I don't think you can project what the Cardinals are going to do. That's Probably a weirdo not. franchise. Uh, when you need uh, auto parts, OReillyAuto.com, they're just a few clicks away. They offer convenient options for you to get your parts very quickly. Order online at OReillyAuto.com and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. They'll even bring it out to you curbside or choose to have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Get your order fast with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Visit OReillyAuto.com and do that today. RJ, I'm not going to stand in the way anymore. It's stuff you missed. See ya! The shit you missed. And away we go. So you guys touched on Nick Sirianni. He said, I, I know people look for motivation everywhere. He said he still has a chip on his shoulder because he was not retained by Andy Reid back in 2012. Sirianni was the Chiefs receivers coach back then. Reid takes over, clears house, brings in his own staff, and doesn't care for that apparently. How angry can he be that he lost his job when a guy came yeah, in but, and brought in his own staff? Here's the thing though, but he also says that he goes on to say too that he appreciates how Andy Reid handled it. You did look at you just taking my story. Oh, well you I thought you were done with it. No. That's okay. 
Well, you so, steamrolled him first. I didn't steamroll. I interjected, and then he was going to take back over. So, we so have a, when you do it, it's we, interjection. We have a yin-yang. <laughs> I didn't jump on him. You jump on someone. I appreciate us being on the same page. That's because you won't jump on each other. I've tried. You won't do it. Yeah. No, we won't. Well, no, uh, with, with, without oil, too. We, we, fi- we finish each other's sentence. It's all of us. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, Sirianni also commented on the Empire State Building and uh, said that would not happen in Philadelphia. I, I tend to believe him, actually. I think that he's 100% right. You it, know what's true? It is disgusting. You know what's troubling? Yet yeah, Sirianni comes out looking like the good guy here because of of that building. I don't know that he ever looks like the good guy. I don't know how many places that would happen in. Maybe Los Angeles. No, I don't think so. No, that, you, that you celebrate would the bean? Un- would the bean do it in Chicago? Probably not. <laughs> Light the bean up. Light. The- <laughs> <laughs> they love their sports in Chicago. Do you remember when we had the conversation? We even asked David <laughs> Quinn about it. I remember David Quinn. He's a coach now. He's he, San is Jose. A, he is a yeah. coach. And, Mike and, I, and I stood by the fact that New York is not the best sports town in the country. And you guys are like, no, no, no. I said, Boston, Chicago, better sports towns. Those towns would never do that. They well, would well, never no. do that. The, the problem is it, New York's too transient. There's too many people. Not, not only that, but there's so many people in New York that have no one. There's so many people. So many people. That so people many people have no interest in sports. And there's so many teams. Like you have options. You go to Boston, you fall in line with how how things go. Well, you only have one choice. Well, but yeah, but if you don't, even if you're from another place, you're still a pariah. You fall in line, or you are the enemy. It's that simple. That's right. I like it like that. It's probably yeah. Philadelphia's the same way, right? That's why they're they're so committed to other teams. Um. Jeffrey Lurie is all in on Jalen Hurts, said he's just what he's looking for when you start talking about a contract extension. Um, he said, I don't think he has to prove anything else. He told that to Sale Pal, who we will speak to next. Oh. Hurts has one year left on his rookie deal, will earn a base salary next year of $4.2 million. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, back from IR in time for the Super Bowl. Not sure how much of a difference it'll make. Uh, hasn't played since week 11, but Michael Hardman... He's on IR. His season is over. Is Edward Edward Slay? You think he's French? No, no, no I don't think so. Alaire? Yeah, I don't think so. Mm. Why don't you check? Yeah. Is there any French? Or well, I can't there? because my my computer keeps shutting I'll, off. I'll look for you. <laughs> uh, Madden had a simulator of the Super Bowl. Who do you think they had winning? Eagles. Chiefs. Wow. Eagles. Thirty-one yeah. seventeen. Oh, like, I'm that. Listen, I'm the two, information two guy. Two touchdowns. Come on. Oh, oh you you knew guy. that? Yeah. Oh, I think he did know that. Tom Brady. You're, you're cheating. See, I try to stay away cheating. from the story. I'm actually, no. I try to work. stay away from the story. You call it cheating, I call it work. RJ's going to bring up. I try to stay away from the stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to steal your stuff. Okay. Um, Tom Brady will start working for Fox in 24, not twenty. Taking the year off, I saw that. Yeah, he's got to get acclimated. Got to sit on the sand and get ready. Good for Greg Olson. Take photos of himself in a underwear. At what point do you just like get enough? In an underwear? In his underwear. Just At what point is, is enough? I mean, technically, it's right. G. Reg Olson. <laughs> like, if you were Tom Brady for all these years, and you had all the, like, you just, you've achieved everything that you've ever hoped to achieve and everything else. Like, at what point is it, like, just, why is he taking a year off? You want to disappear to enjoy retirement? Yeah, let G. Reg have, have another year. Tell Tom Brady what to do. I tell him exactly what I want. I want him to work next year. Uh, you don't even know if he's going to be good or not. Yeah. He might not. He might be terrible. Okay, so you like Greg Olson, you told me. Yeah, yeah, I think he's good. Year. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's working at it for a year. I think he just needs to go relax. Yeah, yeah take some time. Sit on the beach. Uh, the Chargers enter this offseason about $21 million over the cap for 2023. The reason I bring that up, rumors circulating yesterday, Keenan Allen could be the one that makes it solvent. His hit against the cap, $21 million for next year. It's a big number. Interest uh, uh, from either of you for your respective teams? Interest. I have interest. Yes. He's 30 years old. I think he makes more sense for you because as your number two. 
Real nice. As my number one, not as attractive. But listen, I like Keenan Allen. He's, he's, he's hurt a lot. He's a good lot. receiver, though. Very good. He's hurt a lot, though. Uh, A.J. Green is retired, 34, seven-time Pro Bowler. Good run. With over 10,000 yards and 70 touchdowns. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Ooh, I'd have to look at his wide numbers. Wide receiver's tough. Yeah, I don't... I don't. 10,000 yards, 70 touchdowns. Those are your baseline. Seven Pro Bowls. That's Gut. what he has. 10, He's probably going to be right there. Gut instinct, yeah. No. Wow. I don't think... I don't know. I could maybe go Maybe eventually. Way. It's good. Maybe eventually. But that's not like a... Clear first ballot it's a Hall of Famer. No. no, I agree. Uh, Steph Curry out, no problem. Clay Thompson in, 42 last night, season high 12, three-pointers. Wow. Warriors score 141. They just crushed the thunder. And uh, the Rangers, they topped the Flames 5-4 yeah, in overtime in what some are calling game of the year. Here is what it sounded like down the Greca. Here comes Lafreniere, skating with Zabanajad. Lafreniere feathers to Zabanajad and a save by Markstrom. Lafreniere, wide open net, score! Finally! Mark made the save on Zabanajad, leaving it wide open for Alexei Lafreniere, and the Rangers win it 5 to 4. Finally. Finally. You understand what would happen, right? Can we all just take a quick second to just recognize? So, someone did well, that you're going to say if somebody jumped on K like this, he would have he would throw go them into out sh- of the booth. He'd, he'd go into shock. No, I think he would. Fuck. He would take you by your neck and right. throw you into a wall. He would headbutt somebody. There'd be a Raymond would be cleaning up messes. You know how they throw wrestlers between the ropes? Yes. That'd be K out of the booth window. You throw <laughs> Paul O'Neill out the booth window. But why? And Stemmer would have had tons of time. Why do you have to jump on it right away? Finally, can't help himself. Well, you could hear the passion in Donnie. <laughs> yeah. Like Donnie was there to a or, or could you? Well, you, you, have could, you, could, well, you almost couldn't. Well, that, I'm saying all over him. No, no, I'm not saying me. I'm saying that if I'm his, if I'm his analyst, uh, I can hear well, it. You know who runs the broadcasts? Uh, uh, Raymond. Why? Raymond. Why? Raymond. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you ever have a conversation with anybody that works the Rangers game saying, you know what, maybe when there's a huge moment and the announcer is going nuts, don't jump all over him? Listen, there may be conversations, but I can't have a guy change who he is. You yeah, know, you can't assert yourself. You're trying to do it with me. There, there's passion with those guys. You know what you, you, know what they, you should do? Here's, here's what you play, should do. They've played for the team. They've won with the team. Here's they bleed you, with the team. Here's what you do. Okay? Goal is scored. Don's going crazy. You give a quick look to, to Madge, whoever's engineering the game. Pot down, Stemmer. He wow. can go as crazy as he wants. Wow. No one hears it on air. And then you know what will happen? What? It'll go crazy on me. He, then, ne- he would never know. Then Ray will be thrown over the over the railing. No. He uh, would never know. Uh, Islanders over the Flyers, 2-1. Nice win. And, nice. Uh, sadly, saw this. Uh, Rick, your... How come you don't give the Devils any love? How do you know he wasn't? Because he said, sadly, I saw this. Well, I saw this just a moment ago that uh, Rick's... Can we call it alma mater? I, I don't, I don't no, know. If it's Harvard, no. <laughs> no, his actual oh, school. B- BU, okay. They lose to Northeastern. First time Harvard and Northeastern are in the Beanpot final in Boston. You know why ever. he's bringing this up, though? Why? Why'd you do this? Because you know why. Uh, RJ, tell everyone who the Northeastern goalie is. Sabres prospect. Yeah, right. Oh, is that right? Um, That's why he's bringing this up. Uh, Unbelievable glove save he made last night, too. Uh, Devils, they beat the Canucks. Yeah. Uh, five four in the uh, in the overtime and really quick. Uh, a lot of teams uh, around baseball having these fan fest days. The Padres had theirs. Fernando Tatis Jr. was asked uh, who they think uh, if they made it to the World Series, uh, maybe who they could face from the the American League. It doesn't matter because we're still going to win it all. All right, and there very, you go. Very confident. Right. Well done. How about that lineup though? That is nasty. Nasty. By the way, I did some research. Remember, I told you Jack oh. Hughes, I think, is Jewish. I'm looking at it right now. He is Jewish, had a bar mitzvah, grew up celebrating Passover. Nice. So yes. Full right. on Jew. Do you want a huge Jew? Why is that bad? 
Nice man, Jack Hughes. Do you, you, you want a jersey? You want a Jack Hughes jersey? No, I wouldn't wear a Dallas Why? jersey. The word. Those, those get autographed. Those black and white ones. Those are pretty slick. That's That's a, that say jersey on it. I'll get an autograph. It'd be nice. Says <laughs> <laughs> jersey on it. Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.